0: what's up guys welcome back to the far east vibes podcast it's been a very very long time almost two years exactly since i've recorded um a podcast uh episode for you guys um but i'm back with it and i really 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 am dedicated to keeping up with it this time um i just really want to you know, move in the direction of podcasts just because I think that they're better for creating conversations than text-based formatting, um, and, uh, or, or text-based writing or blogs or whatever. Um, and, uh, I just think they're, <clears throat> yeah, I just think they're much more interactive. I think they're way more intimate. I think they, you know, just foster conversation better. And I definitely want to do all of those things with you. I definitely want to have a closer, you know, bond with you guys and just, you know, relate to you guys, um, on a deeper, on a deeper level. Um, uh, I have some music updates and stuff like that, but I think, you know, it's crazy. Um, um, it's crazy how, you know, Things happen because um i think the energy of this podcast although it's i'm so happy to be back and so happy to be doing this again so i am legitimately very excited but um the energy of this podcast i think is going to be a little bit more on the down tempo just because there's there's been some um there's been some sad news in the k-pop community um um as uh, at least as of recording this, um, so and I'll get into that um, a bit later. Um, but I guess that also, I, I mentioned the K pop community, but this podcast is going to continue to be an extension of. Uh, Far com, which is something that is about all asian music whether it's mainstream or indie but the focus on indie and so this podcast is really gonna of course we'll talk about k-pop and j-pop and things like c-pop and things like that but it's also going to still be heavily focused on indie artists from asia just because it's good to give them a platform you know i think all of the big record companies in korea and japan etc all the big acts you know they already have a lot of promotion but there's a lot of talented artists musicians just creatives out there that don't get nearly the exposure that some of the bigger mainstream acts get but deserve the same amount of exposure if not more so i definitely want this podcast to be heavily focused on indie artists but i am someone that likes asian pop culture so i will you know continue to uh talk about um uh, asian pop culture you know, heavily on this site, particu- particularly the gossip. <laughs> um, I've kind of, it's it's been a struggle to keep up to date with um, a lot of the releases that come out because there's so many new groups and so many songs and they're getting younger and I'm getting older, so there's that whole thing. But the gossip is something that I definitely keep up with just to stay abreast of, you know, what's happening in the in the industry. So I'll always love talking about that. <laughs> but anyway, um, I'm gonna just quit talking about quit this intro and just get straight into um the topics today um the first being i got really cool news um in mid-september um of uh um a new release from a band out of china called necroma um and i was actually just in china for about six weeks over the summer um and i've gotten i had the chance to you know see a lot of you know dope artists and check out a lot of new venues there and hang out with some uh friends you know that are musicians and stuff like that so i really got to kind of jump back into the scene i haven't been a part of the scene in person since like 2007 which is the last time i went to china um but it was really really dope to be back and just to experience all of the uh creative energy, you know, um, for the first time in a while. Um, it's, it's. I feel it through the internet, but it's obviously different experiencing it in real life, you know, so it was really great to be back and I missed it. And it was really cool to see how the scene, you know, in, in China has has changed, you know, in terms of indie music and, and things like that. Um, so that was really interesting. Um, and if you guys care or if I feel like doing an episode about that experience in china which i probably will just about like the artsy things that i did i you know i'll definitely make a podcast episode about that um because i think that's something that a lot of people don't really know about china or check for china you know check out china for um is that they do have a really budding art scene that's like really really dope and really really um just really really cool you know and it's it's very extremely underrated so but anyway, um, I digress. So Necroma, who's um, out of China, um, are releasing or have released their second EP titled Asura, which is actually um, like uh, the name of a, of a Hindu deity in Hindu um, mythology. Um, so it has a whole... You know theme and concept um behind that there's a whole theme and concept behind this ep and you know on farisvibes.com i'll definitely link more about the the band and this ep and you know why they chose that name so you can read it in detail but i just thought that was a really interesting um a really interesting uh tidbit of information um uh but yeah so their ep their new ep is out and to accompany their new ep they're touring across china thailand and cambodia all the way through december so really cool you know like really interesting countries to tour um clearly it's an asia tour so us here in um, the West Coast or the West Coast, the West Hemisphere rather, uh, won't be able to see them. But I did listen to the EP, which I'll also link in fouriesvibes.com, and it was really, really interesting. They have like lyrics that are in English, German, Korean, Chinese, um, and they like fuse a bunch of different like musical elements, like prog rock and traditional Chinese folk songs and classical baroque and like all of that so it's really really interesting stuff that i think even if it's not your cup of tea you can just listen to it and appreciate the artistry that goes into creating something like that so it's definitely a project that i would recommend and if you recommend listening to and if you are in asia specifically china thailand or cambodia Definitely check out their uh a show of theirs. I mean why not? I'll def I'll again have the tour dates and all the information on the on the website so you guys can uh check it out. Um so that was that it sounds dope. It sounds like it's gonna be awesome. Um so there's also some music videos that they've released um for the E P um that have already been out and I'll also link those music videos so you'll have a whole slew of content to check out um, from this EP or from this band um, in regards to their new EP so that's going to be awesome. Um and another bit of news that I'm really excited to talk about is my good friends Love by Stereo. We I love Love by Stereo. Their music is just so dope. It's so like it's so positive. It just has really positive energy and just makes like lifts up your mood and you know it's it's just great. So I re- so they recently reached out to me and told me about a bunch of new shit that they have going on. Um uh as of late um one of the coolest i mean it's all cool but one of the coolest is they co-wrote and sang a song for a netflix series called love alarm and the song is called in my dreams and you can hear it throughout the series so i think that's really really dope that's a really dope credit for a band to have a song in a netflix series like that's sick so really really happy for them about that um and in addition to that they have a new single um that came out uh, like mid last month like, I think it was September 20th um called um uh well I actually you know what? I'm not really sure what it's called I just know that it's um performed well they created it um with this traditional bali artist I believe his name is I Made Suband I hope I'm probably mispronouncing that I'm sorry but um they collaborated with him to create this new single and they also while they were in bali and they also performed at the ubud food festival in bali so they've been doing a lot they have this netflix thing they're in bali fucking performing and collaborating with local artists and just like creating music so totally living the dream right and on top of all of that you know a couple of years ago i don't know if you guys remember but uh love by stereo embarked on this 37 song project um and we wrote about that on dot vibes.com so if you want to Um, kind of familiarize yourself with that you can check it out there Um, but the project is finally complete Um, and on top of the main project they also have a remix album of the 30 of the 37 project that is coming out soon Um, so it's that's a big accomplishment i mean 37 songs the whole concept behind that is really really interesting i definitely recommend checking it out but it's definitely it was a lot of work on their part and they completed it and that's such an accomplishment especially doing all of that amongst all of their other activities um so it's they've been working they've been working really hard and it's definitely all paying off for them i mean netflix come on um but uh in regards to the 37 project both the remix album and the the remix album is called 37X, and the, I guess, regular, the 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 standard is 37C. Um, I got the chance to listen to them both, and it's really good, guys. Like, it's really good. But, I mean, I love Love By Stereo, so I'm probably always going to find their music good. It's just my cup of tea, but I really think that you guys will like it. If you're into kind of like indie rock with pop elements, kind of like pop rock, I guess you can say, but like kind of like pixie-ish and like sprightly and things like that i think you'll really like it um so i definitely recommend checking it out um checking out both albums when they come out um the remix album 37x comes out october 18th and the um standard 37c comes out november 15th so pretty much a month apart so you'll have a lot of music to listen to on top of their new single that they created in Bali and the Netflix, uh, song. So you have a lot, a lot to check out with love by stereo, and they are definitely not slowing down. So definitely, definitely want to shout them out and shout Necroma out and give them all the props cause they're doing it. Um, and that's kind of all of the um, music news that I have to share, um, with you guys, um, this week. Um, mostly because of I guess the sad portion of what has happened in the k-pop world, which is um, FX's Sully um, was you know has passed away, which is like so surreal to even say. Um, uh, if you're not familiar, um, Sully was a member of um, a really popular, really eccentric, really unique, K-pop girl group called FX under SM Entertainment that debuted, you know, some some years ago, um, about ten years ago actually. And um, before that, she was like a child star kind of, and so she's always been in the industry. But um, FX was definitely her claim to fame, and their music was phenomenal. It was so unique. It was something really different in the K-pop world, and something that I think a lot of people really enjoyed and really anticipated. Um, each member, you know kind of brought their own flair and their own flavor to the group. And this their synergy was really, really great to witness, whether it be in a live performance or their music video or just listening to the audio. It was really, really cool. Um, And as of late, they have been pretty inactive um, with new groups coming out under SM Entertainment and, you know, the members kind of doing their own thing, they've been inactive. And now even recently, members like Luna and Amber have left, um, SM Entertainment, um, and it's rumored that Crystal, um, will leave, uh, will leave SM Entertainment, and Sully, um, she has left, um, the group FX for a while now, she's kind of been officially out of the group for a while, um, she went to, she wanted to focus on her acting and all that stuff, and in her solo career, she was doing that, and also, you know, was focusing on a lot of, um, activism work, particularly, particularly with, Um, kind of like a feminist thing so you know kind of like body positivity and things like that and she kind of not kind of she did get a lot of flack from that um for that from um a lot of k nets korean netizens um uh and they really were harsh on her and uh said that you know she's going crazy and things like that and um like, you know, she would have, sometimes she would have her nipples showing and through shirts or just kind of being, you know, scantily clad or a bit provocative in her dress in very public ways, like on Instagram live. And so people thought she was losing it and shit like that. Um, I'm not sure about all of that. I don't know if that necessarily means she's going crazy, but I will say, and I think a lot of Korean Edisons and even, you know, non-Korean Edisons, you know, American fans or whatever, um, I will say that we realized that in some Instagram lives and in some photos, she did look a little bit, um, off in the sense that there was just something energetically off with her, whether it was depression or she was going through something, just her energy seemed weird and really just, just, just off, you know, um, and, you know, some of us would comment saying she doesn't look well, she doesn't look like she's okay, something going on. But then she would, you know, a few days later, you know, pop back out, you know, looking her normal self. You know, so it never no one really probed any deeper, you know, and that's oftentimes how depression and stuff looks, is that, you know, you have a down moment and you know, sometimes the next day you're feeling better or you might just be pretending, you know, especially as a public figure. You might just be pretending that you know things are better, but really the pain is still there, what you're suffering with is still there. Um, and it's come to light in her passing that she did suffer from depression. Um, and although the cause of her death is still unknown, um, it's, it's looking like it's most likely suicide. Um, she was found unconscious in her home. Um, I think after her manager has been, had been trying to call call her and contact her, I think from the day prior. Um, and, um, finally, I guess, you know, something was wrong clearly. So I guess the manager or someone called the cops and that's when they found her in her, in her home unconscious. So, um, you know, again, it's not at this point in time, um, as of the time recording this, um, there's no um we don't know what happened exactly but it's looking like a suicide and it's just so devastating um especially when you know she was such a seemed like such a happy-go-lucky person and was such a and was a part of a group that moved people and gave people a new image of what it meant to be a k-pop idol and you know the group being so unique it kind of was gave those you know kids or people that you know weren't cookie cutter you know mainstream acting or looking or whatever it gave them purpose with members like silly and amber and things like that they can kind of see their own you know eccentricism in in the members um so it's uh it's really sad that she passed you know because she meant so much to so many people and beyond that it's just so devastating what depression and mental illness can do and you really never know what someone's going through so i i beg all of you to just show kindness to everyone you know what i mean because you never know everyone has a story and even if someone's story might not be as worse or might not be as bad as you know um someone else's story doesn't mean it doesn't still hurt the same you know everyone's experience is subjective and it feels however it feels to them and that's valid you know so um it's just really really sad especially um when you know shiny's Hyun you know Passed away a few years ago from suicide, um, for for depression. So, it's 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 really it's heartbreaking that the K-pop industry, one that you know prides itself on being happy and beautiful, at least you know on the outside, you know, and being something that gives people so much joy and love and unites people, especially here in in America. You know, people really bond over K-pop. People from different walks of life love K-pop and come together at concerts or K-pop parties and just have a great time together where you can be yourself through your love for K-pop. And it's just really heartbreaking, you know, when tragedies like this happen you know, in the midst of something that's so beautiful. And when you think someone's so okay and smiling, like Sully always had a bright smile and she always seemed so happy. And to think that she's like not here anymore, it's just so crazy. It literally made my stomach drop just now thinking about it because it's so insane. It's so insane. Um, And it was crazy for me to read that first thing I woke up. You know, I wake up, I check my phone, you know, and one of my friends was, sharing this news with pictures of sully and r.i.p and i was like huh and so i quickly had to do a search and it's crazy and so a lot of people are taking you know breaks from uh, you know life just to mourn i know amber who was a member of fx and who's been doing a lot of solo stuff herself has uh, tweeted that she's going to you know kind of put a pause on all of her activities just out of respect and just to mourn um, her friend and even some blog sites are like Asian Junkie. I know he um, or she um, just kind of um, decided to take a little break from Twitter and all that stuff. It's just really, it's really devastating. And it just really, what makes it even more painful is when you realize, when you remember how people used to just talk so, so, so nastily about her, you know, or directly to her on social media, you know, it's just the fact that all these people had so much to say, and it's like, you know, when someone when something like this happens, it's like, it's it's just really sad, you know what I mean? When you think that, wow, I wonder if those people's comments had something to do with her deciding to make the decision that she did, you know? So it's just it's just really sad. Um, but definitely rest in peace Sully. And I know that her legacy won't be forgotten in the hearts of all of her fans in the hearts of all FX fans, um, in the hearts of her members in the hearts of her family and friends. Um, so she would definitely live on forever through the art that she created, through the music and the fun times that she provided. And, um, yeah, so rest in peace Sully. Um, I know you're at peace and um, your memory will not be forgotten.